Hello guys and welcome to episode one of Life Ball the Podcast. This podcast actually highlights stories between baseball and life and how the sport has helped me overcome some of the life the, the obstacles that life has thrown at me. Uh, would love to hear some of your stories. Definitely follow me. Uh, there's going to be episodes uh, daily um, as far as, uh, you know, things that have happened to me throughout my life in the sport and, and things that have happened to me outside of the sport. Um, you know, I guess that, and, and we can get into the, the, the concept of what we're going to talk about today in episode one, which is failure. Uh, failure is, I, I think it's number one component of, uh, of life and uh, baseball. Uh, so for those of you that know the sport, um, you do understand that baseball is a game of failure. And, and I'm sure the coaches and everyone that's involved uh, at the level that I am has heard that before. Um, you know, you can have a span of a bats of about 10 at bats in a row and you can strike out seven times either looking or, or swinging. And all it takes is to get three base hits and keep that trend going throughout your career and you're in a direct way to the Hall of Fame. So uh, understanding uh, the concept of failure, I think, directly relates to how life really is. Um, you know, for those those of you that are entrepreneurs, you would understand this concept, right? You know, you can start many businesses. You can tar- start 10 businesses. And, and I mean, shit, if you get three of them to be successful, then, you know, you're, you're right up there with, with the top of the top. So, um, you know, failure is, uh, I personally see it as, um, just an opportunity to learn, really. I mean, it's, there's nothing negative about it, but the fact that now you have an opportunity to regroup, look at it, at it, you know, from a, an, an objective perspective, and um, and then be able to then apply it to the next time that life challenges you in a similar manner, because that's that's another thing. You know, in baseball, uh, me as a catcher, I would always have to kind of you know keep my teammates up and and have them understand, hey, you know, you know the next scramble that that comes out you're not going to bobble it because you know that's just the way it is and 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 most times than not that's the way it happens right you make a mistake and then the very next pitch is another ground ball to you and see what happens then same thing with life you know you fail at something and life is going to find its way to challenge you again and then challenge you again until you overcome it and then when you overcome it now you won't see it as a challenge you will see it as an opportunity as a as a great thing so uh, failure is a big thing, I think, uh, that most people kind of get it wrong. It's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's an understanding of, of uh, just regrouping and adjusting, really. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to, to get better. And so when failure happens, you know, just embrace it. Embrace it and, and make, it, make it be a part of, of the process. You know, a lot of people are so goal-oriented nowadays that, you know, things are just... Um, they, they kind of get a little bit out of whack when, when, when they fail, quote unquote fail, or something negative happens. You know, it's, it's about doing the process, you know, understanding and loving the process and, and understanding that failure is part of it. And when it happens, great, that means you're right on track, you know. Um, so that's kind of what uh, I wanted to talk to you about today in the first episode. Again, they're going to be episodes daily um, on my commute to work. So I, I, I think this app is a blessing from the skies because I, I do this kind of thing and I record it in my phone. So now I have a platform to just broadcast it to you guys. Um, so, you know, feel free to follow me. 
uh, feel free to comment and, and leave me voice notes. Um, and, and definitely feel free to share stories. You know, let me know if this, this is something that has happened to you and you have a similar way of thinking or if you have a completely different way of thinking. You know, it's all about learning every day. So I would love to hear from you guys. Let me know how everything goes. And then also let me know of any topics that you might want to hear from me. All right. Thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, guys. Welcome back to episode two of Life Ball, the podcast. Uh, this episode, I actually wanted to uh, talk about perseverance and talk about my journey through the sport. Um, you know, hopefully that can be of any help to any of you guys listening out there. So, um, you know, the way I got started in the sport was around four years old in Caracas, Venezuela. Um, I was put, well, I was registered into the sport um, by my mom, who was a number one baseball fan in the world. Still, nobody was going to take that. Uh, away from her um, so she put us there she put my brother and I there um, and we're playing coach ball uh, representing the, the school we went to a private Catholic school in Caracas and so you know we quickly learned that we had a, a talent and a niche for that game so we continued on at 11 years old we moved to the United States moved to Miami um, again got registered to play in the local Optimist League Miami Lake Optimist um, and, um, you know, baseball was actually a very important part of our lives at that point even because it allowed us to become part of the culture. So it allowed us to communicate uh, with our peers, even though we really didn't know the language of English at that point. Um, we used baseball as a tool to prove, you know, that we're capable of being good enough to play for the team. And, and, and that in turn allowed us to create some friends. Um, Moving on to high school, that's when things started getting a little rough and a little real for me. Um, freshman year, I enjoyed a very good season in JV, in junior varsity. Um, got the chance to win the batting title there. Um, and I was well on my way to becoming a, a star at the varsity level. Uh, sophomore year, um, you know, our varsity team was stacked. Uh, and so uh, you might know of a guy named JD Martinez. Yeah, he was our fourth batter. So it was pretty pretty stacked. We went to, to finals, uh, state finals that year. Um, and, of course, you know, I was just still in JV. Uh, wasn't able to play varsity at that point. But I still enjoyed a very good season. Um, I was, you know, well on my way to starting, being the starting catcher the very next year. Um, since the starting catcher, my sophomore year was a senior, so he was moving on. Um, and then come junior season, you know, I came in with high expectations for myself, uh, definitely a lot of pressure for myself. And so I started doing more than what I could. I, I, I try to be more than what I what I know to do. I, I, you know, I pressed a lot. And so I was a young kid. I was 15, 16 years old. So I really didn't know any better. Um, and then the worst thing that happened to me, uh, which is I got the, the yips. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, it's the yips it's called the monster it's called many different things and it's essentially paralyzes you and it, it it kind of doesn't allow you to do regular normal mundane easy activities that would otherwise be completely easy to everyone else for me it manifested in a way that i couldn't throw it back to the pitcher so kind of pretty similar to that major league baseball movie where i would throw to the bases no problem but as soon as i went to throw it back to the pitcher i would either spike it or air melee. and so for of course that didn't allow me to start that that year um, and so I was sat in the bench I did not play much 
I did not even start a game. And those jibs continued on to my senior year. Senior year, same thing. I, was, I did not have the starting spot. Um, but I always had a good bat, so I was always going to start, you know, as a DH. And um, even through all of that, even through the yips, even through all that, I was able to find a D1 scholarship to play um, after my high school years were over. And, and thankfully, you know, I went into uh, a small D1 in, in Florida called Bethune-Cookman University. And, um, and yeah, I mean, uh, that was kind of the, be- the first big accomplishment in the sense that I didn't let those jibs put me down and I found a way. You know, it was it was not pretty at all, but I found a way to uh, to overcome that and and work with it. Actually, you know, be able to work with the yips and understand that hey, this is not going to go anywhere. For those of you that have, that have had it, uh, you understand where I'm coming from. So, um, you know, I definitely was able to kind of move on from it and, and work with it. So, um, that's kind of part one of my story. I definitely want to share part two of of that story tomorrow. Um, and let me know what you guys think. Uh, follow me also on my blog, Lifefall, uh, if you can find it in WordPress. Um, there's definitely some good articles there. See you guys. Welcome back to episode three slash part two of my Perseverance uh, episode. Uh, for those of you that are listening for the first time, stop and go to episode number two um, so that you guys can catch up. Uh, but anyways, uh, I got the... Uh, Division One scholarship was able to, um, you know, go to the, this this crazy, amazing Division One program and got to play at the highest level of, of amateur baseball in the world. Play against some of the best, you know, talents uh, the, the the sport has to offer at that level. Um, and um, you know, of course, as with everything, uh, the yips were still part of it. Um, but you know, I was able to actually prove to be at least, you know, I, I came in as the four-string catcher, and by the time season started, um, I was able to prove that I was uh, the second-string catcher. Um, you know, in front of me was this guy named Peter O'Brien, who's an absolute beast. Those of you that are, again, familiar with the sport might recognize that name. Um, and so, you know, he was just a year older than me, so my freshman year, uh, I only had a handful of bats sophomore year, same thing. Um, and then come my junior year. Uh, junior year was a very special for me because that's when everything kind of came full circle. Um, there was uh, a lot of situations that happened. My, uh, there was a, a change of coaching, change of uh, coaching staff. Um, and so uh, there was a lot of uh, new faces. And so, you know, new faces meant a brand new opportunity for me to be able to prove myself to, to that, new, uh, that new head coach. And so, you know, I, after a very, very tough and uh, incredible hard uh, fall league or fall season, however you want to call it, um, I was, you know, I, had, I received the news come, you know, two weeks before the season started that um, that I was a starting catcher for the Division One program, which is incredible because you know I, it allowed me to, to just kind of take a step back and realize, like, man, like you know I, I, I did not start a single game as a catcher in high school. Um, you know I had this throwing problem that you know, mind you, I still had, and they were getting progressively worse. Um, but you know, I didn't allow myself for, I didn't allow that to control me. 
Um, so I outworked it. Um, and even though it was getting progressively worked, I was finding ways to kind of manage around it. So, you know, if you do look at videos of me playing um, my junior, you know, the yips were at their worst at that time. Um, but, you know, I was able to find ways to, to kind of lob it back to the pitcher and use my wrist more than than the usual catcher to to throw it back and kind of snap it back to them. I was still able to throw to the bases just fine and long distances just fine. So the running game was actually a forte of mine to kind of, you know, throw them out and things like that. Um, you know, I didn't enjoy the best of seasons, but at that point, I felt like I won. You know, at that point, no matter what the stat line said for me, um, I, I already had won because of all the things that I had to overcome to get to that point. You know, I got to enjoy uh, three awesome seasons of Division One baseball where we got to be conference champions, got to receive three rings. Um, the last one actually uh, being the, the most meaningful one to me because I was on the field and I was actually a pivotal part of the team that won it. Um, I was, you know, it was just uh, an amazing, amazing experience and um, it taught me the meaning of, of, of sticking it through, you know, once you have a vision, no matter what life throws at you, you just got to keep at it, man, no matter, you know, even if you don't have the talent, you know, it takes no effort to run hard, it takes no effort, or it, it takes no talent, I'm sorry, it takes no talent to run hard, it takes no talent to uh, wake up early and go to waves and, and, and stay up late at night and take some cuts. Um, you know, it really takes no talent to get all of that stuff done. And I really think that that's what allowed me to um, start even through my struggles, even through throwing the ball back to the pitcher. Um, so at that point, I could, I mean, I ended up hitting like 170 something with one home run and like 11 or 12 RBI. So it was an awful, awful season to the point that coach asked me to not come back next next season. So um that's kind of my story i hope you guys liked it again follow me in social media and my blog we'll see you guys. welcome back to episode now four of life ball the podcast real quick before we get started just a reminder to feel free to follow me um and um you know favorite the station feel free to you know leave comments um and also uh follow my blog it's called life ball um you can find it in in wordpress um, and you can find some articles about uh, things that happen in the sport to me that have helped me now in real life and business and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, this episode, I wanted to talk about the yips. Uh, I know you guys have been listening. Um, that was a big part of uh, the last two episodes, and I think the yips is something that uh, it needs to be definitely talked about more. Um, it's not. It cannot be tabooed the same way that it is right now, or at least it was a few years ago. Um, this is a condition that it's it's consistent and it's congruent to um, you know paralysis and and phobias and things like that. Um, so it, it needs to be taken with a lot of a lot of respect and a lot of se- you know seriousness um, because it, like I said, it, it's it's paralyzing for those of you that. Uh, unfortunately have the experience of, of going through it uh, you know exactly what it is to um, you know sit at the free throw line and, and not know how the hell you're gonna get that basketball through the hoop um, or um, you know in the case of myself 
you know, getting the ball back to the pitcher as a catcher, like, you know, it, it's it's something that is very, um, very paralyzing and, and, and frustrating, you know, it, it's one of those things that um, I, I personally have read a lot of, you know, scholarly articles about it, um, and I've come to the conclusion, and again, this is only my thesis, that to me, the yips is something that uh, manifests itself as a way to to kind of cope with uh, with some sort of trauma, whether in childhood or a combination of a lot of traumas. Um, but it, it it definitely stems from a childhood experience or a combination of childhood experiences that um, you know it manifests itself physically through the yips. Uh, when for, for, for at least for myself and I know that's been the case for, for most of the case studies is that I've read um, whenever the yips come about it's because um, they're emotionally sensitive people um, and consequently they really really love what they do and they feel emotionally connected to the sport that they play um, you know golfers happens a lot and, and usually it happens to those that are the most passionate the ones that are working the hardest unfortunately but also have some sort of um, traumatic experience uh, earlier um, and, and and what I've come to 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 kind of uh, what I've come to the conclusion is essentially um, you know the, the way the yips work and so that you don't understand and you have a physical representation of it um, it ironically works kind of like a baseball so you have the particular issue and the issue is a little cork in the middle of the baseball right um, life experiences are the threats that cover it up so you go through life and you find ways you find unconsciously you find things that would protect you from being that vulnerable little cork ball so then you know life those are you threats and things like that and um, and essentially it takes years and years of therapy and, 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 and self-awareness to be able to get to the bottom and to the core of that issue and to the core of those, those yips um, so that you can finally get rid of them. Um, and that's why a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people actually cannot get over them. Uh, Rick Ankiel just came out with a book called The Phenomenon. Definitely want you to check it out. Um, till this day, I mean, he's been retired from the game and to this day, he cannot throw short distances. He cannot get up on the mound and, and, and pitch um, because it, it, it just it, he hasn't gotten around to really, really understanding the reasons why. And myself included, I can't really, you know, understand it and can't get to the bottom of it. I still suffer from it. So um, let me know, guys. Let me know if you if you've ever known somebody or even if that's even happened to you. Um, feel free to let me know about that. I would love to hear some of your stories about that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and spread the word. Uh, this is very important for people to understand and, and know about this because it's serious. Uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you tomorrow in the next episode. Have a great one, guys. Bye.